Hi there, and welcome to Proverbs 31 Wannabe, where we discuss biblical womanhood in our constantly busy and sometimes crazy daily life. I'm Alexis Heeslip, and as a wife and mother of two, I am always striving and praying to be a Proverbs 31 woman of faith. Today is really exciting. We are continuing on our series on women of the Bible, and today we are looking at one really persistent woman named Hannah. I am so excited to share with you my thoughts on Hannah, and so let's dive on in, and we are going to discover her beautiful story and how we can be inspired by it. So let's dive on in, y'all. Okay, so I bet some of you already have this question in your mind. Who is Hannah? Where is she in the Bible? It's not a name in the Bible I'm super familiar with. And, you know, to be honest, that was me about a year and a half ago. I had no clue who Hannah was. I didn't know her significance at all. And when I finally um, heard her story after reading through the entire Bible for the first time by myself, it, it was really an amazing and powerful story. And I'm really excited to share her story with you. So Hannah is found in the Old Testament. She is found in the book of First Samuel and the very first two chapters of First Samuel. And she was a woman who lived in the hill country of Ephraim with her husband Elkanah. And he had another wife named Panina. And unfortunately, Hannah was not able to have children, but Panina was. And because of this, Panina was cruel to Hannah, but Elkanah loved Hannah more. And every year, because they loved and feared the Lord, they would go to Shiloh to worship and sacrifice to the Lord at the tabernacle. And Hannah year after year, would go and she would be just reduced to tears every year because Panina was given a double portion where Hannah was not and Panina was always so mean to her. And Hannah would pray and pray and pray to have a child, but it hadn't happened. So once after this sacrificial meal in Shiloh, um, we, we're going to turn now to 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 9, and we're going to start reading to see what's about to happen. So starting at 1 Samuel, verse 9, it says, Once after a sacrificial meal, Hannah got up and went to pray. Eli the priest was sitting at his place beside the entrance of the tabernacle. Hannah was in deep anguish crying bitterly as she prayed to the Lord. And she made this vow. O Lord of heaven's armies, if you will look upon my sorrow and answer my prayer and give me a son, then I will give him back to you. He will be yours for his entire lifetime. And as a sign that he has been dedicated to the Lord, his hair will never be cut. Now, that is a very strong, powerful prayer that she prayed to the Lord. 
that she wanted a child so much that she would be willing to give him back to the Lord. And Eli was uh, watching her and he wasn't able to hear her. And because her lips were moving, but he didn't hear any sound, he thought she was drunk and asked her, what are you doing here, drunk? Get out. And she says, oh, no, I haven't been drinking wine or anything. I'm very discouraged. And I was pouring my heart out to the Lord. Please don't think I'm a wicked woman because I have been praying out of great anguish and sorrow. And because she said this, Eli the priest says, go in peace in verse 17. May the God of Israel grant that request you have asked of him. Oh, thank you, sir, she explained. And then she went back and began to eat and she was no longer sad. And then they went home and in due time, the Lord remembered her plea and Hannah became pregnant and gave birth to a son and she named him Shmuel or Samuel in English, which means I asked the Lord for him. And Hannah, being a woman who loved the Lord, she kept her word to the Lord and brought Samuel back to the temple once he was weaned. And from then on out, Eli the priest took Samuel and he served the Lord. And that's just the first part of the story, right? And there's a lot to unpack. So before I continue on to the second part of Hannah's beautiful prayer to the Lord, I just want to take the moment to recognize that Hannah is an amazing example to us about what persistent prayer looks like. Hannah, for years and years, cried out to the Lord and cried out to the Lord and prayed for a son. And although it took a long time for her to have her answer, she was indeed blessed because she never turned her back on the Lord. Even though it was hard for her year after year, and even though she was not treated well by her husband's other wife, and she was really um, tortured by her with verbal abuse, she remained faithful to the Lord, and she kept coming back to him and coming back to him year after year. And because of her persistent prayer, the Lord remembered her and he gave her a son. This is really uh, made clear in First Samuel verse 15. Because she replied to Eli, I was pouring out my heart to the Lord. And I think, you know, as, as women, as as women in this time, I feel like uh, sometimes I don't want to do that. 
to, I don't, I don't want to be that vulnerable to God sometimes, even though I know he knows everything in my heart already. It is hard to be vulnerable enough to turn to God and pour out my heart to him. That is something I struggle with because I sometimes get it into my head that God doesn't want to hear my mess. But this beautiful story of Hannah shows us that God is here for us. He wants us to come to him for anything. And even if our prayer is not answered right away, our persistent coming back to him over and over and over again will give us a clear answer. Because his timing is different than our timing. And this gives me so much hope. I know I've heard so many stories of people who pray for years, either for a child or their spouse or a parent who is going through a tough season. And whether it's the loss of a job or whether it's your child turning away from the Lord or something like a health problem, no matter what the circumstance how big or small it may feel like to you, you can turn persistently to the Lord, knowing that he will give you an answer if you take the time to pour your heart out and then pause to listen. And this just really makes me so happy to know that the God who created the heavens and the earth and the moon and the stars and the sun still wants to hear from me. The second um, thing that really just is mind-blowing in this whole entire story, before we continue on in reading it, is that she, Hannah, just completely denied herself. And even though all she wanted for all these years was a son, she offered her son back to the Lord. And... Her being so vulnerable in her prayers like that reminds me of Matthew chapter 16, verses 24 through 28. So let's turn there. Matthew chapter 16, verses 24 through 28. And these verses say, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If any of you wants to be my follower... You must give up your own way. Take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? For the Son of Man will come with his angels and the glory of his Father and will judge all the people according to their deeds. And I tell you the truth, some standing here right now will not die before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. Hannah gave us a beautiful example of what it means to deny yourself and to take up your cross and follow the Lord. Even though I'm sure it was so extremely hard for her to do as a mother, I can't imagine at two and a half-ish years old bringing my child to the temple and 
telling him goodbye so that he could serve the Lord the rest of his life. I, I can't imagine how hard that would be. But because she loved the Lord and the Lord blessed her with this child, she offered him back up to the Lord. That is just truly a phenomenal example of things that we should be doing in our own life. Now, the thought of maybe offering up my child for 20 minutes or an hour and a half sounds marvelous, but there are other things that you can do. You can be offering up your time to the Lord. Give back to the Lord. I I know as a mom, I feel so busy sometimes, but when I stop and look at my my day-to-day doings, am I really using my time correctly to honor and serve God? Am I putting my energy in the right places or am I doing things out of selfishness? Um, what is important to me? What are my priorities in life? These are things that I try to bring to prayer all the time. Now, some weeks are better than others, but I feel like as someone who loves Jesus, it's my responsibility to myself and to others to constantly reflect on what I am doing, why am I doing it, and am I doing things because I want to be comfortable Or am I doing things so that I can bring glory to the Lord? And Hannah is a beautiful example of this sacrificial love to God. Now, the story doesn't just end with this beautiful, amazing moment. No, it gets even more awesome. Because what Hannah does next just is so beautiful. She, after all of this, turns and praises God through song. And so I'm going to read 1 Samuel 2 verses 1 through 11. And you're going to see how she prayed persistently. She denied herself and now she's praising God for everything that he's done for her. So 1 Samuel Uh, Chapter 2, verse 1, I'm going to start there. It says, Then Hannah prayed, My heart rejoices in the Lord. The Lord has made me strong. Now I have an answer for my enemies. I rejoice because you rescued me. No one is holy like the Lord. There is no one besides you. There is no rock like our God. Stop acting so proud and haughty. Don't speak with such arrogance. For the Lord is a God who knows what you have done, and he will judge your actions. The bow of the mighty is now broken, and those who stumbled are now strong. Those who are well-fed are now starving, and those who are starving are now full. The childless woman now has seven children, and the woman with many children wastes away. The Lord gives both death and life. He brings some down to the grave, but raises others up. The Lord makes some poor and others rich. He brings some down and lifts others up. He lifts the poor from the dust and the needy from the garbage dump. He sets them among princes, placing them in seats of honor. For all the earth is the Lord's, 
and he has set the world in order. He will protect his faithful ones, but the wicked will disappear in darkness. No one will succeed by strength alone. Those who fight against the Lord will be shattered. He thunders against them from heaven. The Lord judges throughout the earth. He gives power to his king. He increases the strength of his anointed one. Then Elkanah returned home to Ramah without Samuel. And the boy served the Lord by assisting Eli the priest. Wow, wow, wow. What a powerful, amazing prayer Hannah just proclaimed to God. She praised God for all of his faithfulness. After everything she had been through, she could have had so much bitterness and resentment and anger in her heart. But instead, she praises the Lord with joy and gladness and thanksgiving. And this reminded me so much of two different passages in scripture. This first reminded me of Psalms 119 and in verse 90, it says, I'm pulling it up just one second, Psalm 119 verses 90. And it says, let's see, it tells us that we are to remember that your faithfulness, the Lord's faithfulness, extends to every generation as enduring as the earth you created. I love that because Hannah clearly understood this. She understood that even if we don't hear the Lord's voice right away responding to our prayers, that his faithfulness does extend to everyone and is enduring as the earth that he created. And because Hannah knew this, uh, she was blessed. And she praised God for his faithfulness. And I love that. And the next uh, passage in scripture that came to my mind was Lamentations chapter 3, verses 22 and 23. And these verses say, The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. Hannah could have been grouchy, and most people would have said rightfully so. She had been barren for years, then she got pregnant and had her son, and then gave him back up to the Lord. And she could have been sad, she could have been mad, she could have been angry, she could have thrown a tantrum, she could have yelled at God and screamed at God, but instead, she remembered how amazing and faithful the Lord was, is, and always will be. And that is why I just love Hannah so much. I wish more people knew the story of Hannah. I feel like this is such an underrated segment of the Old Testament. And 
I feel like if more women uh, like you and me had heard this story growing up, the power of the story could have created so much change in this world. This just shows us that through all the heart and heartache and struggles of life, whether it is not being able to have children or the loss of a job or the loss of a friend or having to move, no matter what our situation is, we can persistently turn to the Lord in prayer. We can deny ourselves and take up the cross and turn and praise God for his unfailing and faithfulness and his steadfast love towards us. And that is why Hannah is such a fabulous example of what it means to love and revere the Lord, even when it's so stinking hard. Lord, I thank you for giving us your word, especially in this beautiful and heart-grabbing passage about Hannah and her persistence in prayer and her denial of self to bring you glory. Lord, I pray that you open our ears, open our eyes, and open our hearts so that you can show us areas in our life where we are not being selfless, where we are being selfish. And Lord, help us to realize that we need to deny ourselves so that we can bring you glory. Whether it means reevaluating how we are using our time, whether it means reevaluating how we are using our money, whether it means reevaluating who we're friends with, Lord, I pray that you give us clarity. I pray that you put in our hearts the need to continually come back to you. And Lord, I thank you because no matter what we do as people, you are a faithful father. Thank you, Lord, for your unfailing love for us and for showing us through Hannah the power of persistent prayer. Amen. Thank you for listening to Proverbs 31 Wannabe. I'm so glad you tuned in and listened today. It was so joyful to hear another woman of the Bible offer up to the Lord a song of praise like Deborah did and like Mary will in the New Testament. Um, Please, please, please give us a like. Find us on Apple Podcasts. Share us with all your friends. We would love to, to hear from new people. Um, rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you've listened to us. Find us on our Instagram and Facebook. And check out our website at www.proverbs31wannabe.com. We would love, love, love to hear from you. Be sure to come back next week as we discuss Mary, the mother of Jesus, and how she lays it all out for the Lord and her beautiful Magnificat, her fiat, her yes to God. Until then, this is Alexis Heeslip, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. God bless. God bless.